Here we are, man. What's up? Dude, we're halfway into the season. We're halfway into this thing. Hopefully you've been, enjoyed this journey. Uh, we've gone through a lot of different changes and yeah. changed a lot of different things from when we first started. But, I, I, man, it's been fun. It's been fun to kind of learn yeah. and grow from this. Uh, there's a lot of things that we're going to be talking about today as well. Right. I think this kind of hits uh, just a lot of... Uh, it's going to hit close to home. But before we do that, man, dude, how, how was your week? Uh, how, how, how were things with you this week? Dude, it was great. I mean, we've got a lot of really cool things going on this week. We we'll okay. might get into that and kind of, you know... Kind of build up some t- some anticipation there, but uh, it kept me busy. I know okay. that it's kind of you know me and you were kind of on our toes. Kinda, yeah. All right. You know, had some a lot of good conversations on future stuff, but uh, personally, busy work week. Yeah. Um, that's good. You know, gearing up. Got to go take another trip. So y'all probably going to see us next week on. Uh, we're gonna do something different. Do something something special. A different. Yeah. Something I think dads are kind of used to and kind of yeah. kind of aware of. So. Uh, I'm pretty excited about next week. So uh, if if you haven't been tuning in or been kind of tuning in casually, trust me, next week is the week that you want to tune in. It's going to be a good one. And uh, yeah, yeah, we have baseball, baseball game this weekend. You know, I sent you some videos, man. Yeah, dude. Benjamin's, dude, that guy's impressive. That dude's getting down and dirty. He's always trying to be a little Carlos Correa, a little Jeremy Penny. Penny, Penny, Penny. You know, he's he's, he's ready. Hey, there we go. (laughs) Jeremy Penny. Uh, We could do that. So, uh, but yeah, dude, uh, that's That's awesome, man. How about you? Uh, We went to the border. We went to Eagle Pass. I had a cousin get married. Married. I also had to kind of go to Mexico and get some things checked out. So overall, dude, it was it was a great time. A great time. Nice. Hung out. Michelle had to stay home. Uh, our little one, man, is not. has been having this ear infection. He just can't kick. And so it's kind of been, a, yeah, uh, but that's, that's fatherhood. That's fatherhood. Yep. So tomorrow we go to the ENT and check and make sure that he's okay. But other than that, dude, we've been, we've been kind of grooving and rolling. So dude, let's just kind of jump into this thing cool. if you're ready. Absolutely. So what's our topic for today? Our topic is finding your niche. Finding your niche. We've also kind of had this little tagline of fighting complacency. Yep. I uh, I think this one's big. I think as I've kind of talked to men and whether it be premarital counseling, premarital counseling is typically where I do it the most. If you don't know what premarital counseling is, hopefully it's pretty self-explanatory. It's when we kind of, uh, me and my wife, will sit down with a couple uh, as they're preparing for marriage, just to kind of get them ready, mm. gear them up, because as much as it's like, oh, we know each other, we love each other, we kind of know everything, we know right. how many kids we want to have and all that. Like, you, nah, like, like, fam, like, I, I love you, but you have no idea what you're about no. to walk yourself, what you're about to get yourself into, yeah. right? And I love married life. I recommend it for everybody. Mm. I think it's awesome. It's amazing. But at the same time, it's hard. It's difficult. So in through again doing this and talking with people, one of the things that we like to talk about, I like to talk about, I get pretty passionate when I talk to the guys, I really talk about that we typically, men, uh, kind of have a, a poison of choice, a sin right. of choice, uh, which is typically complacency. We talk about like the lording leader, which Hollywood typically when they display men, they, they love to show probably this one more than the other one. They do show the other one, but they typically show this one more. It's the kind of the the macho, the guy who slaps around his his wife and his kids to get what he wants, who yells and screams. And uh, it's a guy who typically uses his power and strength and force to get things done. Sure. The one that I see way more often that Hollywood does portray, but again, not as often, is the passive leader. The, the not passive, non-leader, if you will. The guy who just, you know, the guy who comes home, cracks open the beer, and sits down and watches sports, his shows, watches whatever until 11 o'clock at night. He falls asleep there. Kids are failing in school. You know, they're very absent in their kids' lives. Right. Uh, wife is in a loveless marriage. It's the guy who does nothing, right? It's the guy who falls into just kind of with the status quo. And you see that way more often. Now, of right. course, the extreme, what you see in TV, is the guy who only does that and passes out. But I think you see this all the time. Maybe not that extreme, but you see this all the time where you have an individual who's kind of happy of where he's at. He's very complacent. Right. He thinks everything's okay. Everything's fine. He forgets that father time is against him. Sure. He forgets that his kids are growing up. He forgets that his wife is continually changing and she's growing as an individual and as a person. He's not trying to pursue the marriage like he did when he was dating. Right. It's a person who's just okay with the status quo. He's okay where he's at. He makes enough money. 
So he's not feeling like he has to grind to get that job that, you know, he fought so hard to get. Sure. It's the guy who, um, you know, he, man, he's happy with his marriage, right? He's happy with this house. He's happy where he's at. But in reality, like deep down inside, it's almost like everybody around is like, yo, this dude is just like not here. Right. <laughs> right. He's like missing. He's absent. I think that's a big problem. And you see this all the time with men, especially in their marriages, especially sure. in their relationships. Routine. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. I know yeah. this is this kind of wasn't on like our list here or our outline, but, it, you know, I, th- I just thought about this and you were saying this. Yeah. How, how would you, you know, dis- I guess depict the difference in, in complacency in contentness? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, like I mentioned Father time is always ticking. Right. Father time is always, father time ain't going to stop for nobody. Complacency is like, well, it is what it is. Right. And does nothing about it. Right. Right. Complacency, in my opinion, is a dude that is not going to change the situation around him, whether for good or for bad. Right. I think contentment is a person who understands that life is always changing. Sure. Life is not stopping, right? And is willing to get out of his routine to do the things that he has to do. Sure. Not that the, the, the complacent person does. The complacent person will go to work, right? Right. But the, Nothing extra. But exactly. Won't do anything extra, right? Like, gotcha. you know what? My kids are in T-ball. Instead of saying, hey, can I coach? Can I be a part? Can I get involved? Right. They won't do that. The complacent person won't be the one who's doing the date nights with his wife. It's boring. It's boring. Or you know what? You know what? She loves me. I love. I love her. We're okay. I don't have to communicate that. I don't have to do something special. Sure. I don't have to do the roses. I don't have to do the chocolates. I don't have to do anything like that. You know what? We're good. Right. Right. It's a, hey, my kids are fine. My kids love me. But they never invest the time in their kids. Sure. They're not making, uh, probably another word that just kind of came to mind as I was just talking, is investment. Yeah. That person who's complacent will not invest into his relationships, will not invest into his home, will not invest into different aspects, whether it be even be his job, right? right? Or invest in things to kind of continue to get things moving and going. The complacent right. person is happy where they're at. They'll do the bare minimum at their job, right? right? They'll do their bare minimum with their family. They'll do the bare minimum with their friendships. They'll just continue on doing the status quo. And then what ends up happening is when they finally pick up their head, it's like, really, this is it? This, this, is, this is what I was striving for? My kids right. hate me. My wife wants a divorce. Right. I, I, my job's going to fire me any time. Pulling your head out of the sand. And, and it's just like, realize, like, ma'am, I, I've completely messed up. Do you think like the key to or like a, a step in, in getting out of that would be maybe like invest? You talk about investing, yeah. maybe investing in yourself. Yeah. I mean, I know I think, we talk about that a little last week, kind of yeah. connecting that about, you know, having having that self-confidence. And, and, you know, maybe that might be investing in yourself to be able to invest in everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the articles I sent you over, man, it was a really good article. I think one of the ways to do that is one, you got to get out of your bubble. That's good. And I think when you get out of your bubble, yeah, then you start realizing where's that. Like, I think here's another hot take kind of continuing from yesterday. I think those dudes that were at the marriage conference that were wearing basketball shorts and t-shirts and not dressing yeah. up for their wives, and things like that. My, I would put money on it or probably in complacent marriages. That's a fair assessment. I think they're wives and they're there because right. things are not hundred percent. And again, no one really wants to go to marriage count a conference because their, their marriage is wonderful and beautiful right. and things like that. Like we always want to get better or we should, let me say, put it like yeah. that. We, we, we should be wanting to improve our marriages, improve our relationships. Self-reflection, man. Absolutely. But these guys that are more likely there in basketball shorts and things like that have no self-awareness, right? No idea what's going on. Right. No idea. And so they're going there because their wives more likely like, yo, we, we, we got to try this thing out. Sure. We got to try something to get things going. We got to get, try some things like doing that. And they have not looked in the mirror and say, yo, like, why, why am I going to this thing in basketball shorts and t-shirt? Mm-hmm. Why am I not trying a little bit harder? Yeah. Why am I not? Like, you have to kind of get out of your bubble and realize and look around saying, you know what? Things kind of got to get different. Things right. got to be different. Right. You know? Kind of like that guy that think, you know. Just first thing that came to my mind, you know, you're, you're looking at your wife. And I don't know about you, but when I do, I look at my wife like, man, I'm. I'm married up, bro. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, what's a girl like? Good, love, good looking girl like you yeah. doing with a good, like a, a dude like me, yeah. right? Yeah. 
But I think that in that same like vein, you want to try to do what you can to make sure your partner feels that way too, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I want Michelle to be able to look at me and say, and be proud of me. Right. I, I know you probably want the same thing with, with your wife as well. Yeah. Like you want your wife to look at you and say, hey, I'm proud of this dude. Right. Right. And I think there's some guys that are just okay with not yeah. having that. They're, they but probably because they probably don't feel that within themselves. Right. And I think the sad part is, is like their kids are probably the ones that are suffering the most, right? They got their shows, they got their TikToks, they got to watch, they got their time on their phone and their kids, man, are just miserable. Right. Their kids, man, have, they haven't had that fatherly interaction. And I'm saying this because I spent the past 15 plus years in college and young adult ministry. Right. And the amount of people that have daddy issues that have their fathers in their lives is crazy. Yeah. Like the ones that you quickly know, like, oh, yo, you, you've had a dad in your life. You quickly know, all right, off the back, you've had a dad in your life. Your dad has loved you and has been in your life and invested in you. And there's some that I meet and I'm like, yo, you don't have a dad in your life. And then you're like, realize, oh, no, you have. Your dad was just complacent. Right. Your dad hasn't cared. Your dad hasn't been involved. And I think a lot for a lot of people, they just complacent. They, they see that kid and they still see that two-year-old that from time to time I can just pick up, throw up, and they're happy and they believe you hung the moon. Sure. But in reality, that kid is no longer that two-year-old. Yeah. The kid now sees all your mess-ups, your screw-ups, and how you've not invested. Man, and that scares the living mess out of me. Right. Like, I don't want my kids to ever believe that I can't hang the moon. Right. And I know one day they're going to realize, like, yo, my dad screw up. But I want that to be very, very minimal. I want them to say, hey, I know my dad's screwed, but he's always been there. Yeah. My dad has been involved in my life. My dad has cared for me. My dad's invested in me. My dad has, has loved me. And my dad has done everything to, to, to sacrifice to be in my life and to be invested in my life. Right. I, I think that word that you used earlier, investment, I think that's the key word. Right. To get out of complacency, you have to invest. Invest in relationships. Invest your time into in better things. Like, like, let's be real. Like, man, you love TV. I love TV. Right. Right. But at the end of the day, like, like I'm going to, like, I'm going to still live if I don't watch that show. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't watched it last season three yet. Like, I'm, you know, part of it, yeah. part of it, like, also, I'm using that as an example. Part of it, I'm waiting for it to all be done so I can right. kind of kill it all at one yeah. time. Right. Yeah. But I'm just going to pick on that, for example. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not dying that I haven't watched the, the last season, last episode of Ted Lasso. Like, it's not the end of the world. Right. I'd rather be there for my daughter and be there and be her coach at the softball game. Right. I'd rather be invested in her life that way than not. Yeah. Right. Then then watch the show. I love sports, man. You love sports. But I'm telling you, if my kid is needing help with with homework, I mean, I I may have ESPN like on my phone and just be kind of doing this number. But I'm be very invested in the life of my daughter because I care about her. I care about my son. I want him to know that his dad loves him and cares for him. I want to invest in my wife. I want to invest a Friday night with her. Complacently, just you you completely forget about that. It really becomes about you. Yeah, and I think that, that, that hit, that's going to hit home for a lot of people, I feel like. And I feel like, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, just sitting back, you know, I've talked to you about kind of, you know, where for me where I've struggled with this and, and just I, for those of you who don't know, like I'm a very passionate person. Like I get ideas and stuff in my head. I'm 80 HD essay all the time, you know, so I'm, my mind's going a thousand miles an hour with a thousand thoughts. And, uh, so, and when I get invested in something like I'm, I'm all in like 150%. And, yeah. and, you know, that, that has definitely like, I've had to learn and a lot of prayer and trying to, you know, really rank, pull that in and make sure that, that I'm, that mm. I'm, I'm, I'm giving, uh, an equal amount of time to what's important first. Yeah. And then what's fun and unimportant. And, and for me, like that was a, a big issue. And we talked on one of our, uh, one of the podcasts, uh, I think it was the second one uh, with the balance. And, and, and I got, I got real big into streaming, like in uh, COVID man, like we were balling me and my boys. Like we were, we were making money off of it. Like we had organization, like it was great. But like with that, like I let it go too far mm. and, and you know, that, that's a regret of mine that I've, that I've had to really deal with, ask for forgiveness of, because it, it did, uh, put a wedge between me and my wife and, yeah. and, you know, even though, 
you know, my son doesn't, you know, Benjamin at the time was young, not probably ever remember that. But for me, like, I feel like I took something away from him. Mm, right. Man. And, and I think that's different when it's some, something like that, where you can't, that he can't really communicate that at the age he was, he was, he was around like yeah. two, two and a half, but like deep down, you know, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? Like I know. And, yeah. and you know, that's something that's like, I don't want to get in that place again. Like, yeah, I know. Like, you know, we got, I got stuff that, that I'm working on, you know, on the side and, and I put a lot of time into, but like, I feel like I've, I've began to in maturing in that area, realize how strategically you can play, fit it in. Right. Yeah, There's a way to absolutely. do it. There's a way to, to do all of these things to be able to make it fit within what, you know, what is it not what's important first you know and, and then secondly what what is fun and mm-hmm. what is what is you know can be put in the back burner absolutely and i think that in, in doing all of those things right it makes for a healthier environment and in, in, in a place to where uh it's all cohesive yeah i i think a skill that i think most people lack and i think fathers lack as well man is self self-assessment self-evaluate like evaluating yourself like where am i how am i doing and i'm and am i good i think you sound like you've been through that journey already and you've realized that about yourself and you know that plays a very important part of your life i think many cats don't do that and they're literally on the verge of losing their marriages Maybe they've already lost their marriages because of that. I mean, you dude, know, th- mm-hmm. I get a emo- I mean, as I says, I just like, you know, talking about it, man, like it kind of puts me back in that place. And I, I get almost like emotional just thinking about it. I mean, and I, I'm, let me plead with all your dads out there, man. Like, this is you like, yeah. and maybe like you're in a place where you didn't have been able to really put words with or explain maybe what you think you've been going through or feeling like, man, take, take some assessment. Yeah. You know, like, like, like t- take a, what do you call a, uh, you know, do a roll call with, with yeah. yourself yeah. and kind of figure out like where you're at, man. Cause you know, last thing I want, man, is my son looking, looking back and going like, where were you? Yeah. I mean, I like, think, I think the sad reality is that, like you got a lot of cats, man, that are probably depressed. Yeah. Right. And again, we, we were talking about that in our vulnerability, man, you're probably dealing with depression, man. And you just don't know it. That's where, again, we're kind of circling back to some of these themes, man. It's like, Yo, you probably need to go ahead and find you a group or, uh, you know, something I forgot to mention the other day is like counseling. Like, yo, yep. yo, pay, pay the $25 copay and go get you a counselor. Go sit down. And man, there's something, there's something freeing because I've done it. There's I've something, done it. There's something freeing when you talk yeah. to a complete stranger who don't know you and honestly probably does not care about you other than the fact that you're paying them to yeah. still copay, uh, uh, um, copay right. and they're charging your insurance. But they're going to go ahead and be, because of that, they're going to be brutally honest and truthful and just let you know, man, like, yo, this is where you've kind of been walking in your crap. And this is where you got to change. And this is where you got to do some things different. Like that is so important and freeing. And to have that in your life, to hear that, like, yo, this is where you're off. Like, this is where you're not right. And like, I think that's the big kind of part of fighting complacency is like, you are, again, you're investing, like you said, investing in yourself. Some we're investing in ourselves say, okay, where am I at? What am I doing? Am I happy? Am I not happy? Right. What are the things that I can do to begin to change? What are some of the things that I can do to begin to make myself a better man? Right. right? Like you want to invest in yourself. Keep learning. Keep right. pushing. Keep striving. Right. I, I think the sin, man, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to get a little biblical here. Remember, some like the first, like Adam's first sin is that he became complacent. Yeah. Right. He became passive. Instead of active. Yeah. We as men, like we got to move towards that. We got to move towards activity. We got to move away from passivity. And I think there's this, this outcrying young men right now. Right. Because one man, we, we, I, I shared this quote with you in our notes, man. Cause I think, I think many of y'all have probably heard this quote, but I think it's a very powerful quote, right? But hard times create strong men, right? Strong right. men create good times. Good times create weak men and weak men create hard times. Right. And I think we've we've come out of this season, season, not probably season, we've come out of this time that, that was a good time, you know, but we're now starting to see uprisings in all these different places. We're starting to see all these different things happen right. worldwide. And we're starting to see this issue with men. We're starting to see some men that are craving and desiring something more. This is why, again, right. people may hate this man, right? People may hate Jordan Peterson, 
right? Like we dropped something. Someone said, "Oh, I'm not going to go see Jordan Peterson." It okay. is crazy. Which, which again, how is like easily people are triggered by saying, some of these guys. Absolutely. Just and say they, their name. They said, "Oh, just Jordan Peterson." And when I'm like, "I'd rather say go see a counselor." I'd, I'd rather see a counselor. I'm like, "Wait a minute, let's back up." You know, he was a counselor, right? right. Like he was a counselor, right? So. Don't see him, but see him. Okay. What, anywho, what, what what does that mean? Cause all confusion. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. But like guys like Jordan Peterson, guys like uh, like Joe Rogan, uh, right. some uh, I'm trying to think of like uh, what's Sh- name Shapiro, like Shapiro, like some of these guys that are Mount Walsh. Like yeah. some people don't like these guys, right? But these some of these guys are doing this one thing that I think they're doing real. They're rallying men to become men. Right. Like again, I I really don't like him. I don't stand biblically for anything that he does. Right. I'm not for this guy. But Andrew Tate. Like I, I, I it's a really hot topic. I agree with I, you. I, I don't do not stand. I do not advocate. But I see why men are drawn to him because he's telling men to grow up and become men. And, and okay, I'm glad you said that because I, I want to piggyback that with saying this. You know, one one thing that I feel like that that for me I've worked really hard on as well, and I, and I hope you see that because I know yeah. that, that that when I say this, you're gonna go, yeah, I hear you say that a lot. Yeah, but like knowing yourself, yeah. right? You need to know yourself. Yeah, I think as a man, when you begin to, you know, we talk about vulnerability, we talk talk, and we talked about understanding your emotions, being able to really, you know communicate how you're feeling and i think that that you know the next step in that is being able to take all that together know yourself right so that you can self-assess right because it's a process but being able when you know yourself that means you know what you believe right yeah and in doing that you're able to hear things from guys like an Andrew Tate and and kind of sift through the BS if you will right to where you kind of go through that and go okay like I don't stand with like what you believe in a lot of stuff, but like what you're saying here and kind of the underlying reasoning behind it. Okay. Like that's good. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or just listen to dad, bad podcast and we'll help you become a man. Right. Now get it from two dads. We'll, we'll be here. Dads. Like, I think that's the truth. Yeah. Right. Like, but I think that's a good word, man. Cause like the truth is like, I'm going to say some things that some of y'all guys are listening and are not going to agree with. Right. And that's totally fine. Right. But I think if you know yourself, you know where you're at yeah. and you know where to navigate and you have a good group around you and you've invested in yourself, invested in your people. Like, yo, you can listen to something that you may not agree with and say, right. you know what? I can take, I can take the good and throw away the bad. And it's being, and it's the same way with, you know, I'm not going to say religion because I freaking hate that word, yeah. but same thing being a Christian, yeah. right? Right. And, and having a relationship with the Lord, it, it's, it's what well, they always say, go read it for yourself. Do yeah. your own Absolutely. study. It's the same yeah. thing. So that whenever you do come against it, like you're not taking other people's like, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Convictions and, and allowing them to project that on you yeah. whenever you have, you know, you've read it and you've done your study on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the truth is like, I saw as I was researching, uh, for, for this, you know, I came across an article that was like, man, it's kind of oof, like, okay, like, all right. But it's yeah. talking about like why, you know, one, one of the reasons why, okay, why do men typically fall into complacency? Why do we fall into complacency as human beings? Again, maybe you're not a man, maybe you're a woman listening uh, or things like that. But why do we as human beings just fall into complacency? And this article uh, talked about a couple of reasons why, like, obviously they started off with a really excellent quote that I just got to read from Pat Riley, right? All uh, right. He's an NBA coach, you know, uh, the president of the Miami Heat, right? He says complacency is the last hurdle standing between any team and its potential greatness. It's like, dang. Dang. And I think that's the truth for everybody. That's truth for everybody. Yeah. You want to be a great dad? Yo, complacency is what you got to come. You want to be a great husband? You know, great businessman? You want to be a great student? Like wherever you're at listening to the Dad Bad Pod, like if you want to get to that level of complacency, like yo, like level of, of greatness, you gotta overcome that complacency. Right. But they talk about like foregoing a moment of insight. Like there's a moment that you could have got some insight about yourself. Yeah. Then self-evaluation, and you just like say, you know what? Yeah. But, but this is the one that kind of hurt me a little bit. Maintaining a sense of overconfidence. Hmm. Like that one kind of struck home because yo, like I can ten times think like I'm, I'm little. I walk around sometimes like thinking that my poop don't stink. Yeah. I sometimes I'm a little too overconfident in my talents and abilities. Like I know that I've been wired by God to do certain things that I I know I can do really, really well. And sometimes I rely on that. I can understand. And instead of relying on help of people, instead of reaching out to some 
folks instead of you know maybe saying you know what that that may have worked at this time but may not work now right i walk into my own my ideas are better than your ideas right i walk in with this overconfidence and many times man it slaps me in the face yeah you know or i instead of man instead of like doing something fresh or doing something new i'm doing the same old same old and i think that's so many times a lot of guys do that especially like like on date nights when we're doing the same old same old sure you know, man, if I take her out here, give her a little drink here, you know, do a little dance there. Well, maybe I I, I can get on top of her and, and do a little something there. And, and you know, and, the, and then they call it <laughs> and, and then I'm going to call it a night. Right. Oh, yeah. But instead of saying, you know, what it's I need man. to do to begin to pursue her heart. Right. Like what I need to do to like pursue her and who she is as a person. And maybe the same old same old ain't the thing that she needs. Maybe she just needs me to go ahead and be the shoulder she can cry on. Right. You know. Like, no, I, I think overconfidence, man, like, is, is a big maintainer of why we can walk into complacency. The, the other ones, man, I think are really great, like having a false sense of reality. Like, you believe everything's okay. My kids love me. My wife loves me. Everybody right. loves me. So why do I need to invest? Why do I need to do anything? Why do I have to, like, I can just continue doing what I do. Right. And things will go in great. And, and I think, man, that's, that's another big one. I think it has a lot tied with the other one. And then last, last one, the tendency to make excuses. Yeah. We make a lot of excuses, but I think they're all tied into that overconfidence. One. Do you, would you say excuses are a pet peeve of yours? I hate excuses. I hate excuses. But I tend to find myself making them a lot. <laughs> yeah, but also too, I think like, on, what I'm going to talk specifically in is like, in my job, like, you know, we've talked like, I, I do sales. And so, you know, doing sales, there's, there's a kind of an order of business. You have your inside sales, the dynamic between inside sales, outside sales, right? And, and, and so forth. But, you know, there's been, there are times, like, I can remember, like, when I was in inside sales and stuff where I might send something, like a quote out, right? And, and then I have this, this outside guy kind of, you know, running his mouth to my boss, you know, mm-hmm. oh, like, they never got the quote or this, that, and the other instead of coming to me and talking about it. And and I'm like, no, dude, like, I sent it. And, like, the excuse is that he never followed up on it. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so instead, like, they, they project that, right? So, like, that's one thing that really kind of kind of stuck with me. So there were certain – there's been times already, like, in, in since I've been an outside – where like it was on me, like why something didn't get taken care of, like mm-hmm. in, in in a similar instance, and I and I just you know we're sitting in a meeting, got an owner sitting across me, like man, no, like that's on me, that's yeah. on me, like I don't want to be that person that that you know it comes down to it, and because I think when you become the excuse person, you also become the the person that can't be relied on. That's it. I mean, that's it. I think that's absolutely it. Yeah. No one can rely on you. No. If you always have an excuse why you can't play with your kids. If you always have an excuse why you can't do date nights, you always have an excuse why you can't hang out with the, with the boys. If you always have an excuse of why you can't serve at church, if you always have right. an excuse of why you can't stay an extra 15 minutes at work, if you always have an excuse, man, no one's going to rely on you. Failing. And that's good. Failing and being unreliable are two completely different things. And Absolutely. I think that that needs to be understood. If you fail, that does not mean that you made an excuse Absolutely. for that failure. Absolutely. But if you're making an excuse for that failure, you are Absolutely. Like, I think it's an important thing that sometimes some of us got to take some risks. Yeah. Take some freaking risks, man. Like, it doesn't, like, and here's the thing. It doesn't have to be a grand, huge, humongous risk. Right. Right? But just take a small risk. Would you Would you say that a risk is typically stepping outside of your comfort zone in some way? Yeah. I, I would think that, it, again, how big or small that is, if you have a comfort zone, like you said, getting outside of your bubble. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's a risk. Yeah, because I think complacency definitely comes from this place of comfort. Right. And you got to get out of that comfort zone to achieve anything great. Like if you're over here and your only friends are are, are, are Sly and Tyler on the dad bad uh, bad dad pod. Hey, we love you. We're we glad, love you. We're, we're glad that you're where you're. We appreciate we, your friendship. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we, we're glad that we're your only friends. You listen, but you know maybe maybe you need to actually step out and make like physical friends. And you know, Sly. There's a really easy way you can do that. There there is a uh, really a, a, there's a link below. Really? Uh, where? To our uh, Discord community. That's the, where it leads us to? That's where it leads us to. Oh, wow. The Bad Dad Man Cave. Awesome. You can find great things like Sly Eats, like okay. Binge It, where if you're interested in TV shows and how good they may or may not be, so can, you don't waste your time. Can I make friends there? You can make friends there. Absolutely. Hey, do you, are you going through something? Do you need some real talk? Guess what? We got a spot for you. Absolutely. What if I like some sports? 
Well, if you have some sports, we do have something really cool that we're going to be doing. Should we save that for a little here in a little bit? And we're going to save that for a little bit later. Okay. But yeah, take a risk. Take a risk. I think it's so important for uh, guys to get out of the comfort zone to take a risk. I mean, I texted you this week yeah. of just, man, I, I took the risk of saying, hey, I've realized I've gotten some complacency, got complacency in some areas. Yeah. And so I just texted Tyler this week. I was like, yo, man, like, I'm fat. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not happy where I'm at physically, yeah. right? And like, yo, like, I, I know as I get older, like, the, the risk of very serious diseases like diabetes and cancer right. and things like that happen when you're overweight. So I just texted this man. I said, yo, bro, like, I need to start, I need to start working out. I need to start losing weight. Right. And you were like, yo, I'm right there with you and let's do this together. Yeah. Like that's a small risk. Like th- those are risks that we're talking about. Yeah. Like you don't have to be like, I don't know. I don't know what kind of risk. Like I'm gonna go, you know, front face to face with my boss and demand a raise and tell him how bad he's been running the business and let right. me run the business. Like I'm, we're not saying something. Here's big a as great that. example of a risk too. Just thinking about it. You know, it's, I'm going to park in it or park in it. I don't know why I said that, but like kind of point it back into like our community. Yeah, um, we had uh, one of our members, one of our kind of kind of main like team guys, and first time posted in Real Talk, and just some really good uh, thoughts on marriage and mm-hmm. and just a perspective that wow. that I never even really thought about. Um, it's just, I mean, not that I guess never thought about, but just never something I really kind of process fully. It was just yeah. kind of you, know, you think you don't really hear about that side of it. Um, and what was really interesting, he's he's not even married yet. And, you know, I talked to him and I texted him. I was like, man, like great article, dude. Or, and I say our, our forum post, because that's that's how our, our uh, community set yeah. up his forum post. And uh, he was like, thanks, man. Is it kind of outside of my comfort zone? That's where his exact words. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, that's great. That's what we wanted. That's what I want to see. I want to see, you know, our community, right? And, and our, our, you know, you bad dads out there and, and you other guys and, you know, guys and girls, and cool cats or whatever, you know, out here that are listening, you know, hopefully we can help you guys kind of give a little nudge into that, that realm of take, of getting outside your comfort zone. Yeah. And I think, again, we're going to harp on this and we'll continue to ring, ring that bell. We're going to bang that drum. Yep. Dads matter. Dads too. Dads are really important. Dads matter. And they don't need the dad. That's just laying on the couch, scratching his belly, right. uh, watching a guy the same age, you know, you know, destroying the basketball court, right? right? They, they probably, the dads need some, some, somebody to come in and hang out with them, right? Maybe right. bring them alongside and show them like, yo, like yeah. look what he did right there. That's a little step back. Maybe they get some interest and things like that. I'm telling you, like, for example, the World Series, right? I'm yep. a big Strohs fan. I love the Strohs. That's my team. I'll rep them, right? Uh, bury me in the H. Like, that, that's like, like, that's me, right? Uh, during the World Series, right? Like I get into it. I brought my kids along to do that. Didn't right. want them to just. I, I didn't want to. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I didn't. I, I didn't want to stop watching baseball. No, don't get me wrong. My kids need something. Okay, cool. But I was doing the middle of bad time. I turned up the volume super loud. Oh, we're yeah. hearing it as I'm. I'm giving bats. Yeah. I'm wiping off that dirt. Right. Like we're we're watching it together. We're yelling and screaming, saying, "Hey, this is our team." I remember one time the Phillies had a homer and he just started jumping, starts cheering. <laughs> I'm like, "Baby, no, 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 no. That that's that's the wrong sign." <laughs> <laughs> like you need to cry now, not not cheer. But you know that was a process, and that's something right. fun that we got to do. Like I'm not saying you gotta quit all your stuff. Maybe there's some shows you probably shouldn't watch with your kids, yeah. right? But maybe there's some other things that you can do with your kids, right? Maybe there's some things you can bring them along, right? If you're like extreme, like I don't know, workout nut, you know, bring your kids. Like I have a buddy, he's a triathlete, he's a big triathlete yeah. and stuff like that. His kid now is interested in doing all that stuff, that's cool. so he takes his kids, his kids to go jogging with them, to go swimming with them. Like right. typically, your kids will be interested in things that you're interested in yeah benjamin's gotten into cooking because he sees dad in there you know cooking and mom in there cooking and you know now he you know run up there but yeah talk you know you talk about doing with uh with isa with with baseball uh, benjamin knows the jets chant there you go uh, man th- this season so you know uh you know just uh really proud of that right yeah. and so those are fun things man and so like this stuff can be fun this stuff can be great like trust me like you, you, yeah i get it some guys want to be silent and quiet like right. make you feel like it's it's like golf like no one guys be quiet like when, right. when when jordan's at, at at the plate but at the same time like make it fun make it interactive yeah. with your kids don't fall in come and come to listen to things like a bad a bad dad like we we're going to try to give out some advice and try to help with some of these things and not that we're perfect we got all together and there's so many resources we live in right. in the day and age like if you don't know like google it 
like Google. Like one of my favorite yep. videos of all time is like Gary Vee. Someone asked him for some advice and is like, okay, like I, I want to know how to do this and do this. And it's like, okay, cool. I got an excellent resource for you. Are you ready for it? Like ready. Like this is awesome. It's right. All right. It's an awesome website. It will help you with everything. It's like, okay, I'm ready. It's like, are you ready? It's like, okay, I'm ready. Okay, cool. G O O. Like then that's right. it. Like the truth is if you're struggling, like we live in the day and age, there's so many resources that you can figure it out. I, I think for us as well, though, we always like talk about the how again, because yeah. I'm passionate about the how. So I don't know, Tyler, is like, how did you go in your seasons of complacency? What are some things that you began to do to begin to help you get out of it? Um, I think uh, one of the main things was accepting that, that I was, that I was not perfect in, in, mm. in that I, I, that I was not okay. And, and, because, you know, the, the whole saying, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Like, I think that that can be related in a lot of things. I think that, again, for me specifically in that time, like, I was kind of hiding from some emotion, you know, mm. that I didn't want to deal with. Because that meant hard conversations. And that meant <laughs> really having to, like, put in some effort and some investment. And, and I just didn't want to deal with that. And you know what I did? Made excuses. Mm. And so, you know, eventually you got to take, you, you have to make a decision. And I think no. that it's, it's a decision on man up, shut up. Mm. That's good. That's really, really good. So yeah, you got to look at that man in the mirror Yeah, and tell him, yo man, it's time to change. Yeah. It's time to change. Have a hard conversation with yourself. Like, again, I'm, I'm type A, like we've talked about before. Me, man, I'm all down with lists. Like, when I'm, yeah. not com- when I'm not happy, I'll sit down, man. I'll start making a list. Like, what are some things I'm not happy with? Okay, my weight. All right, what's some other things I'm not happy with? Man, you know what? Like, the way I've been, interaction with the kids have probably not been the healthiest, right? right. Like, oh, you know, my, you know, date. Like, I'll just start writing stuff down. Right. And start creating lists. Because for me, that's how I want to start tackling things. Yeah. Right? Uh, everybody's different. Some guys are just sharp and could just do it in the brain and things like that. But I just, I, I start... I start, I start writing things down so I can realize, okay, this is where I need to start tackling. And if I can kind of group things together yeah. and saying, okay, this is an area I can start working on, right? I, it, I think it's so important, though, regardless, I think we're both hearing the same thing. Is like you got to know yourself. Yeah. Got to do the hard work and get to know yourself. Right. Again, if you need a counselor, seek a counselor out. You need some guys in your life. Join the join the Discord group, right? Yeah. And we we'd love to try to you know help you. Like not that right. we can do that, but we we're gonna try to help you, man. But become real and be just be all open and honest. Get your good trusted group of people and say, okay, I gotta get to know myself. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's gonna be you, because you can always lie, you can always fib, you can always do whatever to kind of get the results that you yeah. want. No counselor can break through that either no. guys no so don't think again like you're talking about doing your know, counseling and even like sitting down with a good group you gotta remember like that will that will take you so far in the sense of if you're not being honest with yourself first yep. and knowing yep. yourself to let those walls down yep it you're really just hanging out with somebody and then just doing whatever the heck you want yep absolutely so let me ask you this i'm interested to know um and i'll tell you kind of how i i see my from my perspective but whenever you are you know when when you feel like that you aren't being complacent versus when you are how does your um how does what does that look like um and i'm gonna i guess to better explain it all to say for me Mm -hmm. i feel like when i am complacent that i and this may be contradictory to the story but you understand when i say it i'm not as creative Like I noticed, like I don't, I write music as you know, you know, and, and and I'm not writing, so that's one thing. I'm not coming up like my, you know, I'm I'm idea guy, like spitting just a machine of ideas that are 80, 90 percent bad, but they're there, right? And uh, anyway, in saying all of that, I don't really care. Like the future five year down the line, which is how my brain in its full capacity is wired isn't looking at that outlet it's just kind of whatever yeah and when i'm whatever i'm complacent because i'm not thinking about how what i'm doing right now can be affecting that five year yeah so i'm just curious for you how for me man i think the biggest indicator that tells me when i become complacent is when i get that notification on sundays mine's is set up on sundays of screen time really okay how has my screen time been okay man if i'm looking at high hours right 
now don't get me wrong, I text sometimes for my job, right? right. And and I do some stuff, social media stuff, uh, and things like that. But like I, I, I typically know, like you know, that that should be like an hour or two. But when I'm looking at like high hours, because I'm just consuming content, like that it's not going anywhere, not right. moving again. Maybe it's that creative thing, right? Like yeah. I told you, I'm not, reason I want to do bad. I wanted to do bad dad is because like I needed a creative outlet, right? right? But like I've realized, like when I just kind of just consume, consume, mm-hmm. consume, and consume and consume and consume and consume, and, and it doesn't go anywhere else with that. Right. Like it doesn't lead me to more creative a person. It doesn't lead me to a more interesting person to have a conversation with. It just leads me to just really just veg out your content zombie. Yeah. Basically dude, like I know for a fact that this is not helping. Right. That I've, be, I've landed in complacency. Right. So I have to fight, man. And again, I'm, I'm a guy who likes to read books, right? If I'm not moving towards like reading books, if I'm not looking, investing into friendships and relationships, right. Those are telltale signs. If I'm, yeah. if I'm investing more time on my phone than investing with people, if I'm investing right. more time in just knowing useless facts, instead of maybe reading a book that may help me become a better father or right. a better minister or whatever. Like if I'm not doing those things, like we talked about in the very beginning, bringing it back for so if I'm not doing things to invest in myself and the relationships around me, I quickly tell and the best indicator for me is my phone. My See, phone will yeah. tell me. I like what you said there. That, that That's really good. Talking about, you know, kind of investing in friendships and things like that. I, I love that because I, that's kind of how I feel with, you know, kind of better explaining, you know, when I was doing all the streaming and all this stuff like that, and just my, I wasn't in the mentally in the right spot or whatever, you know, what I think that separates from what we're doing now and some of the benches we're working on is it was sitting down, it was talking to like the same two, three people, you know what I mean? And where I think there's a time and a place, like we've said here before, like doing that in moderation and being able to know how to strategically have time to do that where you're not taken away from anything is great. And I think it's a good thing. But when you're constantly around people, again, that are also complacent and you're, you're filling your time there versus like what we're doing now is you got some motivation, right? Yeah, you got some it. drive and you're that's pushing it. me. I'm pushing you. We're trying to grow. And we don't, you know, we want this thing to be as big as we can possibly take. And it. when guys don't have that grind, they will hold you back. They'll criticize you. They'll make fun of you. They'll say, oh, oh you're going to really do like they, they're the ones who don't want to see that. Right. You. They may say that you're friends and they, they want to see right. that, but in reality, they don't. Yeah, because that friendship's not benefiting you. No. You're not growing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think once you can kind of get out of complacency, I think then the next step is then really you start finding your niche. Yeah. Right? Then you start kind of feel, realizing, because then you know yourself. Right. You've done the homework. You realize, okay, this is where I'm at. You start, you're willing to take more risks. Right? You begin to identify, like, what are the things that I'm interested in, the things right. that I want to do. And again, we're talking about finding complacency, one, for the family, but I think also in, in things that you're interested in. Right? Yeah. Again, that's the idea of finding your niche. Right. And you can't do it when you're complacent. No. Right? At that point, it just becomes a useless hobby that you're spending time. But when you're yeah willing to fight and willing to see things and you're willing to find that balance and do things like that. You can totally find that niche. So, yeah. so I think you, man, you've kind of found your niche here in the past kind of couple of well, past two months, man. Want to kind of walk us through that journey and kind of talk about it a little bit? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we've been doing bad dad pod and, um, and like we've said in the very beginning, like this is something that I, you know, I've had this on my heart. And even before that, like we talked about it, you know, having, you know, uh, couch coach was, was something that I had even before any, of the dad squad name you know, that because mm-hmm. because i am at the heart of it like you asked me like tyler what could you do for the rest of your life and be happy with as a job and just make enough to be able to live how you know comfortably or whatever it'd be doing something involving sports mm. i love i love it i can like th- talking about like going in as you know into like the statistics right like stuff like that like that's that gets me jacked up Right. Like explaining why you would take this guy over another guy in like an NFL draft like that gets me jacked up, man. So in, in all that same vein, you know, we love our, our uh, listeners and, you know, we really do listen to the feedback. And I yeah. think that we try to take that as hard as much as we can to still yeah. stay on track with what we feel like that we're needing to take this thing for because we're in it for the long haul. Yeah. You know, it's a one thing that slide like teaches me a lot about is you go walk for you. You got to crawl freaking walk. And it's hard for me to do that because I'm a thousand miles an hour. But, uh, you know, we feel like we, you know, we have people that want more sports yeah. content, but we also have people that we know that, you, you, you know, sports might not yeah. be your thing. So our solution in that is we are going to be launching athletically declined sports. And that's going to be the sports side 
what we do. And we have about 10 creators that are, that are heading up different uh, sports and they have, you know, again, not necessarily like boxing them off to it, but yeah. that's kind of their specialty. Yeah. And we've got about what, like four, I think th- uh, four, four shows, specific yep. shows that we've got really, really cool logos and names to it, man. We've been getting really jacked up. Can I listen if I'm athletically inclined? You can. That's you can. If you're athletically inclined, you definitely can. And for everybody. But let me tell you something. <laughs> All of us, in me, in my opinion, if you're not a professional athlete, probably aren't athletically as inclined as you think absolutely absolutely yeah you know and i think it's been fun to kind of see your journey i think some of the things that we talked about like taking risks and stuff like that like the conversations we had like some of this stuff isn't easy some of the stuff you know we had a couple conversations they were bad but you know they weren't the most pleasant conversations right like when we talked about like launching this pod to the conversations of (laughs) moving towards athletic decline like two vastly really different conversations but you know, they both produce really good results, right? Yeah. And I think that's the thing is that sometimes some of these things to get to your niche, to get to the thing that you feel passionate about, right. that you feel like, man, in my heart, like, yo, this is something I can do. And again, like, again, it's part of the risk taking and things like right. that. It's not going to be easy. Like, I remember, but I think when you finally walk into that, there's this kind of what we're talking about, like, there's contentment, there's this peace. Like, right. I remember for me, finding again, going finding your niche, man, I remember entering a Bible college. Right. I, I, been, I was doing the school thing. I was going to junior college to kind of get my basics. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just right. wanted to, it, at that time, I was dumb, young, and naive. I was like, I just want to make a ton of money. Right. Right. Funny, the Lord had a different plan and probably sent me a job that doesn't make a lot of money. Right. Right. But I remember being in Bible college and I remember sitting with my Bible, my notebook, and my pen and sitting in class. And I just felt this kind of overwhelming sense of peace like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. It's one of the weirdest, but like coolest feelings I've ever had. It's just like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And I think when you can kind of walk into that space and that place, there's that excitement that starts welling up and, right. and, and kind of going in that you, you makes you passionate and excited. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's a secret for your, finding your niche. Yeah. Not that you're, you're going to succeed at it. Like you may find your niche and realize, okay, this is not the thing for me or can't make it work or you need right. to surround yourself with other people or got to work at it and tinker at it. But you begin to realize this is kind of closer to what I feel like I need to do than No, than for not. sure. And, and for all listeners too, like I just want to make some very clear, this is nothing to do like in, in the vein of like me – like not being on the show or anymore and thing, thing like that. I don't make that He's very quitting clear. today. No, I'm joking. Yeah, quitting today. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, me and Sly are both going to be on the, yeah. on it uh, in d- different roles. I think Sly's going to be doing a lot of basketball stuff, some baseball stuff. Um, and uh, we'll be doing uh, May. F- so, well, let me back up here. Monday will be the first kind of branded round table. Well, yeah. um, and we'll be we'll be doing that so that'll kind of kind of launch out and uh yeah guys i mean it's gonna be we got our socials up uh athletically declined uh on instagram and then it's athletic decline on uh twitter and uh athletically declined on twitch as well yeah so and we'll we the the discord and we'll be kind of cross uh populating so we've got the links in there so you guys are like you know hey how did you have a discord or whatever community because like you want the sports stuff? Like we got that Discord over there. It's going to have that as well. But again, bad dad. That's not to, to take anything away from what we're doing at Bad Dad because it's completely two different things. Absolutely. Here, you know, we if you really want to hear like my sports stakes and Tyler's sports stakes together, don't worry. We're going to have some of that stuff yes. on, on the podcast, athletic uh, yes. decline podcast, and and different things like that. But we're here. We're still going to do some fun stuff. Like yeah. if you were excited about some of the sports stuff that we did. Well, we're going to let you know. Go there. You're going to like the content there. You're going to like the dudes there. But we're also going to have some other fun stuff here. We're going to still stick yeah. to kind of some of the food stuff, the TV show yep. stuff. Uh, we got a little fun one, uh, hopefully, here here in a bit that we're going to record. Yeah. A little short, a little kind of sweet, but I think it's going to be a good one that I think a lot of dads typically are passionate about. They yeah. may just kind of wait around the right crowd, but they're going to share. We're going to go ahead and dive in. We'll see how this goes. Right. We, we No one may listen to us ever again after this, <laughs> uh, but I'm down. And so we're, we're still going to produce a lot of good content here at The Bad Dad. Yeah, man. So again, I mean, guys, uh, if you're not already following us, go follow us on Bad Dad Pod on, on Instagram, on uh, YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, throw some comments down there. And, and if we can ask a favor. So we've kind of yeah. moved away from uh, the Patreon. So what we're going to really ask to really help us out, if you really like the bad dad, man, hit that like, give us a five star on uh, iTunes. If you listen to Spotify, I don't know if you can like it, rate it, but do something like that. But if you could even do us a favor, hop out of those platforms, go to YouTube, man, just hit that like button. Yeah. Drop a comment saying, hey, good job, fellas, whatever. That really, like, I'm telling you, like, that. that's going to be a huge blessing. And we hope that by you doing that, 
that, it'll get this podcast in the hands of other guys, uh, other individuals who may need to listen yeah. to a couple of dads just kind of sharing about their lives. Yeah, and again, too, I know I talk about it a lot, but, man, like the Discord, like I yep. know like yep. some people yep. you say, man, like I don't know, like I'm not really, you know, I, I don't know what that is or whatever. Guys, just think about it as like a Facebook page that you're able to kind of talk and chat with other guys just like you. It's like the best part. So I'm new to this, so the reason why I don't talk about it, like, like I'm getting adjusted to it, but for for guys like kind of older like me, right, that that kind of new to this kind of Discord thing, it's the best parts of Facebook groups. Yeah, like that's the best way I can describe it. If you can get all the best parts of Facebook groups and just kind of put it in one spot mm. and add a couple more bells and whistles, that's what Discord is. Yeah, it's it's a it's a Facebook group, which is the best thing of Facebook, I I believe, mm. and adds more bells and whistles like video chats from time to time and things like that. So, and we'd love for you to jump on the Discord. We, we yeah, and for those of you who are like, hey, I don't want another like notification on here. I don't want to be my phone pinging off with people like talking in there. It, it, there's mutes and yeah. you can cancel, you know, notifications, yep. all that kind of stuff. So just for those people who I know there are some out there, like I'm not adding another notification because yeah. yeah. I hate those red marks on there. Yeah. You yeah. don't have to see them. Yeah. There is ways around it. Perfect. Perfect. Well, man, dude, that's been this an awesome been podcast. Great. It's a great, great podcast. Yeah. So listen, find our stuff here uh, towards the end of the week. And uh, uh, hopefully you'll be pretty surprised on yeah. some good dad combos. We, we are excited. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Peace. Peace. Bye.